Right. <laughs> anyway. Well, okay. What's all that about? <laughs> Welcome back to What's All That About, a podcast where two cheeky chaps chat candidly about stuff. My name is Kelso, one of the aforementioned cheeky chaps, and with me, as always, is my dear longtime mate, sumo wrestler backend and co-host Kerwin. G'day, Kerwin! Kelso, thank you for that wonderful introduction, and may I say to you, a million welcomes. Thank you very much. You have made me welcome again. And dear listener will be surprised to hear that. So welcome that I need to get your feedback on this question I had, this thought I had recently in the shower. Uh, You know when fish get released by fishermen who are in for it for the sport, not so much for the eating, or they're undersized or whatever the case might be, do you think those uh, fish get uppity and reckless after the fact? You mean like once they've been thrown back? Yeah, because I'm. Well, the, my, my underlining premise to my question here is presumably that the fish doesn't know it's being released. They think they've escaped. Right, or maybe they feel like they've had a near-death experience and feel like they're uh, sort of, uh, Im- you know, slightly immortal. That's right. Or you know, they get a really big, uh, big idea of themselves and like uh, I, I wiggle out of that one, no problem. <laughs> and then therefore they could get uppity and reckless. They start, like, deciding they're going to swim around sharks. You can't kill me! (laughs) And, um, uh, yeah, I reckon they might, you know, start bragging to their mates. Yeah, um, they're fish mates, obviously. Yeah, they're fish mates. Do you reckon fish are just only friends with other fish? Or do you reckon, like, it's like like in the cartoons where a fish (laughs) will be friends with a lobster and a a sea star and a, a sponge? Yeah, depends on the their upbringing, I suppose. You know, uh, whether or not they're um, xenophobic, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, ocean life is surprisingly um, like prejudiced. You, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that. <laughs> I thought you were um, going to say ocean life, at least in cartoons, is surprisingly heterogeneous. Because uh, I know at least <laughs> one children's cartoon, they've got a sponge who's best friends with a crab. That's. SpongeBob SquarePants. You got who lives it. in a pineapple under the sea. Yeah, um, yeah. No, There's not many true. actual uh, sponges that that uh, star in their own television shows. When you come to think of it, lots yeah, of rabbits yeah. and ducks, but uh, not so many uh, sponges. Well, it was good to see them squaring up the ledger when it came to sponges. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been, been too long. Represent. <laughs> yeah, I think our sc- our television screens for too long were spongeless and square. Well, they're still square. Um, <laughs> but uh, ironically, I don't wear pants when I watch TV. <laughs> really? <laughs> Can I avoid I mean, it? Like completely nude? No, Down no. The bottom? Got, wear just... underwear, but just no no trousers. Well, fair enough. Well, that's exactly what I'm wearing right now. I'm t-shirt and underpants. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to alarm you. Standard podcast. Ta- tasteful, tasteful underwear. Yeah, the um, the 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 cooler climate is starting to wear off now. So, um, 
yeah, I don't need two layers on the, on the bottom half when I'm relaxing, you know. Understood. Now, what do you think Fisher's position on uh, kiss, kissing of fish is as well? As in uh, humans being kissed by... Humans kissing a fish. <laughs> or vice versa. Because, uh, I don't know, maybe... That, like, you and I know this. Uh, there was a famous broadcaster, a famous guy that used to have his own fishing show here in Australia. And his big thing was that every time he let a fish go, just before he let it go, he'd kiss it. That's right. Um, now, do you think that might actually up the ante of the um, the bragging story the fish has to tell its um, lobster mates? Because uh, not only <laughs> did he get, you know, come to the very precipice of being caught by this human, fought back and escaped, but he got to the very point where the where he thought the human was about to shove him in the mouth, a la the kiss, then he escaped. <laughs> what a story! <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess it would be, well, the the guy's name in question I'm referring to, his name is Rex Hunt. That was his name. Right. Do you remember, you remember his Say name? that carefully. Uh, yeah, Rex Hunt. Well, there was that old joke, what smells like fish and ends in U-N-T. <laughs> What's Rex Hunt? Yeah. It's Rex Hunt. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. It was only Classic. ever Rex Hunt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's, if you have bragging rights for saying that you snobbed Rex Hunt. He wasn't exactly an oil painting. That's um, right. But you know, who knows what it, he looks like to a fish? Probably b- blurry out of water, I, d- I dare say. Well, you know, like a fisheye lens, you know, yes. that whole thing, the camera with the fisheye lens. Is that, uh-huh. is that maybe that, is that's how they Based. see us? So in that case, you know, we all look pretty weird. Understood. Even well, I'm Brad just Pitt would look odd to a fish. <laughs> I dare say so. Um, uh, what uh, I'm assuming a fish's eyesight out of water is similar to our eyesight when you open your eyes in salt water. You know, it kind of stings and it is blurry. <laughs> so the perfect conditions to fall in love with Rex Hunt. <laughs> uh, oh, do you reckon that um, after uh, you know those? What are those fish that fly out of the? A uh, flying fish, you know? Yeah, I, I know them. <laughs> I got there. Um, you know, like, they spend a lot of uh, time out of the water. You reckon after a, a long day of, you know, being up out of the water, they have really red eyes. Oh, like, oh man, i got so much air today. Definitely. Ooh. Yeah. If I was a flying fish, I would simply shut my eyes each time I emerged above the water. <laughs> flying blind. I was told, I was told, that, I don't know if this is true or not, maybe this is worth a little Google. I was told that when I was a uh, a kid that there was a movie about um, flying fish that ate people or flying piranhas is that a thing? Oh, that sounds like the type of movie that probably came out after piranhas was piranhas successful? Uh, was that the I name of the movie? I don't think so piranhas well I don't know but I, this is a, this, this is from a kid who hardly ever watched movies when we were a kid we just weren't allowed um, and I remember someone telling me about piranhas and how piranhas ate people. Mm. And for some reason, flying fish must have just been on my mind. I mean, like, imagine if there was like a movie where like the flying fish would eat people or piranhas could fly. And this guy goes, yeah, that's a movie. That exists. I don't know if he was making that up. All right. So or, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a goog, dear listener. Give it a goog. See, see if so it what exists. what I'm going to put in, flying, flying, flying piranha piranhas. Piranha movie. Yeah, see, that's an actual movie. thing. I don't know why it's taking me this long to 
Google that. <laughs> but it just occurred to me. It's a thought I haven't had for many, uh, many well, years. We've hit the nail on the head. Because I can tell you that in 1982, um, oh my god, it a movie called Piranha 2 Flying Killers came out. So <laughs> it was actually the follow-up of Piranha. Which I, you know what, directed by James Cameron in his directional no way directorial de- debut. Yeah, the spawning. Oh my god. Mm-hmm-hmm. So let's see where the uh, here we go. Uh, blah blah blah. Okay, the two soon after, two women and man and a man are killed by piranha, which has developed the ability to fly. <laughs> Look out! Well, lucky him. Yeah. As if, like, eating, like, having really, really sharp teeth wasn't a huge advantage. It's like, suddenly they can fly. That's uh, right. I can probably see out I'd of love water. To know the... That's Piranha 3. <laughs> I want to know, like, um, like, maybe this is a movie that I should just go and watch. James Cameron, wow. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, let me let me tell you the wash-up here. Where's the critical okay, reception? The synopsis. I won't go into Sonot. I don't want to ruin it for dear listeners. Oh, okay, okay, no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers okay, the two. Oh, there's no. Oh, well, I'm afraid to say. I mean, everyone puts a varying level of uh, faith into the Rotten Tomatoes score, but I'm afraid it holds a 6% approval rating. Ooh, that's low. That's only 17 reviews, but um, it was a box office Still. bomb. <laughs> well, and Metacritic I mean, reported, uh, based on five reviews, overwhelming dislike. <laughs> Look, I'm not sure if you can get on your high horse if you're sitting there watching a movie about flying piranhas. Mm. Well, Piranha 3 is actually called High Horse. <laughs> no, it's Piranha 4, sorry. <laughs> is this where the, pir- the piranhas <laughs> figured out how to, to tame <laughs> seahorses? They, they and, went uh, out of the planet style and they're riding <laughs> horses around now. <laughs> on, on the beach, uh, just under the Statue of Liberty. Oh, I thought you meant like maybe seahorses that were running around. <laughs> yeah, what was I thinking? <laughs> well, that would be impressive if a piranha managed to to tame a, a stallion. That would be yeah. pretty cool. It took a couple Thanks. of movies for them to work it out, but they got there. Now, so, assuming Piranha One was just ba- just a straight up piranha movie, so people, yeah. you know, kind of like Jaws, but it was a piranha. I'm guessing is that that's probably yeah, what I'd that say was. so. Um, and I'd then do. they thought, okay, we've got a sequel. We've got, money, we got we, we've, we've managed to get uh, funding for a sequel. What can we do to up the ante? Let's Straight. give them wings. Yeah, it makes sense. <clears throat> now, it, it's quite strange, though, on this Wikipedia article, there's no link back to the original Piranha movie. So, hang mm-hmm. on, here we go. No, I found one down here in the uh, production section because I just want to see what um, reception that got because it must have been well enough or good enough to have a a sequel maybe it was straight to VHS but 1982 not many people had VHSs did they or were they just starting to buy them yeah maybe that that was the movie that really would hope (laughs) they were hoping would kick off the (laughs) the VHS craze 69% on Rotten Tomatoes so obviously much better and um uh, yeah, got the thumbs up. Yeah, okay, so James Cameron made that and then... No, he didn't make Piranha, he made the Piranha 2. When, when was Piranha 2? 1982, Piranha 1978. Okay, so that was... <laughs> so he made Piranha 2 after he made 
Aliens, which was basically no. Alien 2. No, no, no. He had to have. Because the original can't. Alien was 1979. Okay, let's have a look at his filmography. And we'll this Did he make Aliens before or after Piranha 2? <clears throat> the flying Piranha no, movie. Aliens 1986. Terminator. Alien? The Terminator oh. 1984. Oh, the Terminator. Okay. So, Well, that's a pretty decent career arc there. Piranha 2. You know he's... Terminator. How many movies do you think James Cameron has made, would you say, off the top of your head? Well, I know he takes his sweet time, so I'm going to go... Um, that he was a director of? I'm going to go 12. Hmm. I would have thought it'd be much many? more. I think it is... Just getting up here. Okay, two, ten. I wasn't too bad. Yeah. That was... That, that was... And they're actually... They're all... I mean don't need to tell your dear listener this um, they're all absolute crackers although I don't think I've seen yes. Ghosts of the Abyss no yeah look James Cameron knows his way around a handy cam that's for sure that's right uh, last thing about these fish and uh, kissing do you think some fish who uh, are lacking a few social clues and have no luck with the ladies um, would misinterpret the kiss and fall in love with Rex Hunt I don't think fish are capable of a passionate kiss because fish have no tongues. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But they can receive I think one. It's, well, they could. Well, maybe, that's true. Um, but as we were just talking about piranhas, I'm not sure if I'd want to stick my tongue down a fish's throat. Yeah, um, it's pretty gross. But uh, yeah, no, I think when it comes to kissing fish, it's purely pl- platonic. A peck on the gills. <laughs> if you're lucky. I can't think of a fish joke. I need more time to mull it over. Apologies for the bad pun. I usually like to keep my humour sophisticated. Cohen, Cohen, Cohen. Rizelle has just pushed the table across to me. Hang on, I've misunderstood that. Rosel has just pushed this across the table to me. She's uh, sent me this interesting article on the internet. Let's check it out. Man who sexually assaulted Tickle Me Elmo once charges <laughs> dropped. Whoa, hang on. I think I, I think I better read that again as well. Whoa. Man who sexually assaulted Tickle Me Elmo once charges dropped. Right. Whoa. Have you? Have you? Uh, what did you take away from that? So, hang on. So, a guy sexually assaulted Elmo. Um, and tickle then El- me, Elmo. T- tickle me, Elmo. Not just regular Elmo. Uh, and <laughs> then he obviously tickled me, Elmo, pressed charges, I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> and uh, and now that guy wants the charges dropped. Yeah. Probably due to yeah. uh, tickle me, Elmo was asking for it, I would say, because, the, you know, the, clue, the clue's in the name. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't think any jury would convict. <clears throat> no, but you're quite right. Any um, um, courtesy of the 1983 Supreme Court ruling, of course, any puppet does have the um, ability to press charges uh, in line with um, the uh, you know what was going on at the time. Uh, lots of uh, hands being shoved up asses, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I believe it was called the Geppetto Act. I think of. Uh... I think I don't have my politics right. Yeah. 
Oh, crikey. Right, so I think a third time is worthwhile. Man who sexually assaulted Tickle Me Elmo wants charges dropped. Now, Tickle Me Elmo was a particular toy version of Elmo. Am I right? I think, yeah. I mean, I never owned one, uh, but I believe (laughs) if you touched it, it giggled or something like that. And uh, and, and I could be wrong. I think it even beckoned you to tickle him. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, and I'm paraphrasing now. I think it would say, tickle me. All Something right. like that. Paraphrasing, um, of course. Dear listener, I won't be surprised to find that I just did a Google shit yeah. in the background. Quiet one. Oh, you, you, I didn't even know him. You were quiet as a moose. Yeah. So I reckon like half a second of um, uh, the theme tune, which is called what again? Remind me. The Girl from Ebenema. Girl from Ebenezer. The flugelhorn, the flugelhorn version. If uh, dear listener at home, I love flugelhorn. I've got all their albums. <laughs> Tickle me, Elmo is a children's plush toy. Okay, lovely, lovely. Uh, it, when squeeze, Elmo shakes, vibrates, and recites his trademark giggle. Right, right. So, so you got, his, you got to, his giggle was trademarked. Well, it's actually. Hit. Oh, I guess so. Yeah. So you've got to squeeze him, not necessarily tickle him. So let me get this straight. He giggles uh, and he vibrates. And shakes. So what age group was this toy um, aimed at? (laughs) (laughs) No comment. Okay. Yeah, so Wikipedia specifically says when squeezed, not when tickled. Oh. Anyway. I believe it was a huge hit, and yeah, 1996, there was a craze for the Tickle Me Elmo. It was like the um, uh, the toy at the centre of Arnold Schwarzenegger's classic film, Jingle Bells. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way, sorry, dear yeah. listener. Don't yeah. Google what I said. So why did they Try call again. it the Squeeze Me Elmo? I mean, I suppose yeah, that's It must have been some marketing reasons. Uh, yeah, squeeze so that's a Me bit, Elmo yeah, that, yeah, sounds more like a uh, instruction once you've got established a safe word. Exactly. It's a bridge too far, I think. Tickle me almost. Squeeze me, Kerwin, of the podcast. <laughs> okay, so... Anyway. There you go. We've now established the uh, the inner workings of the Tickle Me Elmo. Um, yeah. Did it require batteries? Of course it did. And were they included? What? Of course they weren't. Well, I'm not sure if that's a, a subsection on the Wikipedia article. Anyway, some important uh, background there for a dear listener who uh, may not have been part of the Tickle Me Elmo craze in 1997. Well, I wasn't, so thank you for uh, filling me in. (laughs) Man who sexually assaulted Tickle Me Elmo wants charges dropped. A Michigan man who sexually assaulted a Tickle Me Elmo doll. Well, that's right up straight and centre. What's going on in Michigan? Right, um... I don't know. <laughs> it does get cold up there. A Michigan man who sexually assaulted a Tickle, tickle Me Elmo doll during a home inspection wants his charges dropped. Well, <laughs> layers. This is an onion. There's layers upon a layers here. I'm during a home inspection. So, like, when he was, like, checking out a home to buy, he went into, like, I, I just, what, he went into a room and saw a Tickle Me Elmo there and it, he suddenly got aroused. Is that is that what's happening here? How? Yeah. What circumstances would lead to a home inspection? 
uh, fomenting a romantic encounter between a Muppet and a man. Right. Well, and, and, okay. Um, do read well, on. Let me ask you I'm, this. I'm, I'm well, let me ask you this. Happening. Have you ever been on a home inspection? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah. Mm. Have you ever been sexually attracted to a uh, an item said found in said uh, home inspection? Almost certainly no. Um, mm. I, I think I've probably seen my fair share of Elmos here and there, stuffed toys. Um, yeah, nothing doesn't really get me going. I guess mm. I'm more of a Miss Piggy kind of a guy, anyway. So <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, let's check it out. Kevin, our his hero, was charged earlier this month with an indecent act with the stuffed doll. Okay, there's a missing some punctuation here. So Kevin was charged earlier this month with an indecent act with the stuffed doll, comma, has requested that a judge ignore his verbal and written confessions to police, which came after cops were called to a home in suburban Detroit. Whew, that's quite a long sentence. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my head around. Uh, so he was charged with an indecent act with a stuffed with the stuffed doll. I, I'm guessing that I, I think. I mean, we could use our imagination, dear listener. I'm pretty sure we know what that uh, sex act would have been. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. guessing there wasn't a great deal of foreplay. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I, I, d does um, you know, uh, cuddling like uh, count? Like um, third base, second well, base. Sorry, it's cut. No, cuddling is not even a base. I don't think um, you're not even on the uh, in the diamond with cuddling. Um, cuddling is halfway to first base, which is kissing, right? Oh, is it? Okay, over half uh, halfway think, to first. I think base first is base is kissing. Well, I'm a, wow! I've realised I've just gone first base with my grandma. <laughs> Didn't realise that that's what that meant. Um, wow, sorry, Grandma. Um, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, perhaps, dear listener, and I should give you a minute. <laughs> you have a cold shower. No, it's all right. I'm good. I'm good. <clears throat> Just take a big swig of my wine. Okay. Yeah, so I think kissing is base one. Okay. Heavy petting. That's what I'm looking for, is base heavy two. Heavy petting, base two. Right. So Kevin could have actually been engaged in heavy petting. Would that be considered a um, indecent act? So is that what it says? Kevin was engaged in heavy petting, or this is just what you were thinking? <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> right. Okay. Because I confused you and the yeah. dear listener. No, the article says he was charged earlier this month with an indecent act. Right. Well, so I was going to say, Kelso, that if you, if kissing is first base and heavy petting is second base. We're running out of bases. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think we're, we're going to skip over some stuff. Um, we might have to Google at some point what the bases actually are. Because I've I I, I'm, I'm never been that clear. I guess we didn't grow up in a, in, a, in a baseball country. I think that's what it is. Yeah, no. Uh, there is a, uh appropriate analogy with cricket you may not be aware of. Oh, is it? Uh, okay. First base equates to a single. Okay, yeah, you know, that's fair enough. Push to a long mid-off. One run. That's yeah. kissing. Yeah. Two Cheap. is heavy petting, and that's, yeah. um, you know, uh, you've knocked it out to the deep cover boundary. Yeah, good Back running. Back for two, easy. Heavy yeah. petting, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Now a three, that's when you've uh, edged it down to long leg and you can run three. That's uh, um, fellatio and well, maybe, so maybe, oral. Uh, no, but well, for three, maybe nudged it forward at the Adelaide Oval. Um, sorry, we're... We're excluding our. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, a home a home run is um, uh, four runs, a boundary, or a six, where you've yeah you've you've, uh, you've well, smashed it over cow corner. Well, obviously, a home run is is a four. That's your boundary. But I think if we I think we know all know what a six is. You know, special occasions, fellas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no need to say, but it is divisible. Six is divisible by two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we sorted that okay. out. Yes, so. we have. Okay, now so we filled in the rest of the cricketing world. Now, if okay. you're not a part of the baseball world or the cricketing world, you're still at a loss. I'm sorry, that's on you. Uh, is there? Can we do? Is there a, a, a lacrosse analogy for? Um, <laughs> I don't know. We're, we're running out of sports. Well, there probably here, is, so. but being completely um, uh, unfamiliar with the lacrosse, as I know you are Me as too. well, we won't Me be too. able to um, yeah. deliver. I'm sure you. Dear listener, can fill in the blanks. Okay, right. so Elmo. Um, no, Kevin. He's been. Kevin. Um, he's been charged with an indecent act with a stuffed doll. Now he's asking a judge to ignore his verbal and written confessions to police. <laughs> right. So not only has been charged, he's um, he's offered verbal and written confessions to police that he did indeed engage in an indecent act with a tickle me Elmo. Now, this is very problematic because there's a long history of uh, forced confessions. Do you think if you had uh, been in a police cell for 24 hours and been harangued for that time, deprived sleep, uh, contact with your loved ones, and indeed food and water, would you admit to uh, indecent relations with the Tickle Me Elmo? Oh, probably. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I would... Uh I would admit to indecent relations with Mr. Snuffleupagus if I was in conditions are right. Um, Mr. Snuffleupagus does have a certain je ne sais quoi, so I couldn't blame (laughs) you that. It's very elusive. He's got those bedroom eyes. He does. The big eyelashes. Or she. Biggest eyelashes you've ever seen. No, it's a he because uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Mr. Snuffleupagus has a sister. Right. Uh, are you assuming Snuffleupagus is the last name, not the first name? I believe so. No, no, mm-hmm. I think Snuffleupagus is the um, the the last name. The family name. Snuffleupagus, yeah. I think ah. I think they're Latin. No, I don't know. Um, I wonder if it's actually his first name is Snuff and his last name is Snuffleupagus. <laughs> you got it. Oh, jeez. Fell at the hurdle there. I think um, it'd be fair to point out at this point to the dear listener that uh, Jim Hems- Henson and crew used to smoke a lot of weed back in the day. Um, <laughs> so, Kelso, I don't want to skip ahead in the music news article here. I feel like I have to know what the indecent uh, assault was, uh, you know, roughly. I, I feel like I need to know what Kevin's... What, what, he, what he did. Like, I want, almost want to say to... Um, I want to talk to Elmo. I want to sit him down and give him, give Elmo a tickle me, Elmo, and, and say to Elmo, show me on the doll where the ba- what the bad man did. Um, uh, that's comedy. I, as he was saying that, I was saying, that was, uh, that's what I should bring up next. You said exactly. That's comedy, tip of the cap. There it is, yep. <laughs> All right, well, let's see. Um, 
Kevin claims he was improperly questioned while in police custody. Fair enough, we've touched on that. Now, well, well we that's do... what he said. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> we, we do know, as um, we've been informed already, this happened during a home inspection. Okay, so, current of the podcast and dear listener, can you tell me, do you think Kevin was um, checking out a home he was looking to rent? when this incident occurred, or do you think he was the realtor? Oh, that's good. Well, I'm going to go real... No, he couldn't. Okay, I'll go realtor. What What the heck? On March the 12th, Kevin was conducting a home inspection for a potential buyer. He was the realtor! <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> so, actually, that actually that explains it more, right? Because if you first saw a Tickle Me Elmo doll, you might not fall in love or have that rush straight away, but maybe on the fourth, fifth, or sixth viewing, you'll be like, you know what? I can see it working. Yeah. Well, I'm sure at the, in the beginning, uh, Kevin and Elmo started out as friends. And then, uh, and then a few tickles later. <laughs> I'm just worried about uh, anyone that's ever used this realtor. I mean, uh, about the, the the safety of any plush toys in any of those houses. I'd be doing a quick stop take um, inspection um, if I was yeah. uh, his, one of their customers. Yeah, well, let's hope the um, uh, Detroit-based uh, realtor association has taken him off the books. If If these accusations are true. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, Kevin's loudly proclaiming his uh, innocence here. Anyway, uh, Kevin was conducting a home inspection for a potential buyer. Well, actually, I jumped to a conclusion there. I thought I said that explains it more. But, Kerwin, are you a believer in, um, you know, love at first sight and indeed lust at first sight? Because that would be an argument for uh, the home the home buyer <laughs> taking offence to Elmo. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I I do believe in lust at first sight. I know that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I'm not sure if it extends to any muppets, though. Um, All right. Well, I do um, draw attention to a date in 1989 when you and I first met, and uh, <laughs> there was a muppet involved, me, and uh, I believe love at first sight did occur. It did blossom. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but um, I, there was no that tickling, aside. dear listener. No tickling at all. <laughs> and definitely Elmo did not make an appearance. <laughs> two hours later, two hours later, the homeowner checked out her home security cameras remotely. Uh-oh. Oh, there and it I is. Just... I was going to say, was he caught in the act? Some, so he was caught on camera. There we go. I was trying yeah, to there's more to the sentence. Out. But I think two hours okay. later, the homeowner checked out her home security cameras remotely. That tells us all we need to know about uh, poor old Kevin's plight. Because, I mean, how can you argue against that? Well, what tipped her off? I want to know. What made her check the cameras? Was there mm. uh, something dripping out of Elmo's mouth or something? Or... <laughs> I just, I'm just asking. I'm, I'm, I just need to know. Dear listener. What, what tipped her off? Uh, well, strangely enough, I, I did tell you and dear listener I'd broken off halfway through the sentence. Um, the ne very next part of the sentence. I'll read it again. Two hours later, the homeowner checked out her home security cameras remotely to see how the inspection was going. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So he was right. caught in the act. He was caught in the act, but just remotely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. She was horrified to see Kevin allegedly remove Elmo. Oh, I'm going to stop it. Hang on. I've stopped halfway through this sentence as well. Oh, dear. 
Is it, is it that bad? Oh, I thought it was going to be worse. Okay. She was horrified to see him allegedly remove Elmo from her son's bedroom and do the dirty to the doll. Right. I thought they were going to talk about it. Kevin slipping Elmo out of his um, negligee or something. Horrible. <laughs> negligee. Remove like, Elmo from her son's bedroom and do the dirty to the doll. I, don't know. I just pictured um, Elmo hanging around in a negligee with a glass of wine like some kind of desperate <laughs> divorcee. Um, oh, hello. What are you doing here? You know? I seem to have popped out. <laughs> I was assuming that was how the giggle went. Um. <laughs> oh my word! Um, Kevin allegedly, in bra- in quotation uh, marks, unzipped his pants and began masturbating in our son's closet with his tickle me Elmo. Oh my! <laughs> oh my word! <laughs> So we're talking second base after all. Uh, second. A, t- a, t- a two down to extra cover boundary. Oh, I don't know. That, I, I don't know. That sounds like third base to me. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. Elmo... I mean... Uh, yeah, I think there's a, there's a lack of orifices to sort of, uh, you know, get to <laughs> second or third base. I think with a... With well, a, with well a let's listen. Muppet, that is home run. <laughs> I mean, there's not much more we can do to it. Let's list them. You're gonna <laughs> any, any more than that. You're gonna need a, a needle and a thread. Let's list them. Okay, <laughs> let's list them. Okay, go on. We got one, well, you got the mouth, the some mouth, sort of mouth yeah. cavity. Two, yeah. the bit where you put your hand up. Oh well, no! But it wasn't a puppet, was it? Oh yeah, because I think that they're, the only, they're only a, yeah they're only a puppet when they're when they perform when they're on the show. The actual Elmo's a puppet, but I think the toy itself. <laughs> yeah, good point. I was assuming the tickle me elbow would have would have a yeah yeah wouldn't it? It probably yes. has no orifices. Then we can agree. Well, look, I mean, maybe you should uh, like sidebar uh, Google the guy that used to be Elmo. I'm pretty sure he was in a little bit of trouble. Anyway, we'll come back to that. Um, <laughs> Seriously, true story. Um, true story. Yeah. So, yeah. So mouth, and then yeah, we're we're running uh, low one. Yeah, maybe the I don't know. How deep are the earlobes? <laughs> My favorite BG song, by the way. <laughs> Could you uh, play a little bit of how deep are my earlobes? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> And it's me you need to show How deep are your earlobes Your lobes How deep are your lobes I really need to learn Cause we're living in a world of fools Bringing us down When they all should let us be We belong to tickle me Anyway, you, you, get, the, you get the picture this song is dedicated to Elmo. Thank you. <laughs> okay, here we go. So the homeowner called 911, not surprisingly. First thing I do. <laughs> uh, police arrived and the uh, the responding officer recalled... Well, I, didn't, I can't make sense of this at all. I believe here... I believe, uh, right, the, the, the reporting direct deputy recalled that the homeowner said 
She believes that a home inspector was pleasing himself with the doll, I believe. Right. And she could that tell this from... Quite... He was inside the son's cupboard. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, yeah, that's a good point. How did the security cam... Well, maybe the cupboard door was open. The cupboard door I, I think we're really sleuthing this out, Kelso. I think this is... Um, uh, we're going to get yeah. this guy off. Um. <laughs> Hang on. You want to get this guy off, so you're willing to dress up as a Tickle Me Elmo, right? I'll, I'll whisper the sweet nothings into his ear, but you've got to get him off. <laughs> why, me, why is it always mo- I have to do that? <laughs> well, sorry, that's the it's way things are structured here. What's all that about, officers? I mean, if you want, send in a letter to HR, and I'll read it and reject it. <laughs> right, um... The the deputy questioned Kevin. I was going to say, uh, are you sure we're doing your Porky Pig uh, impression there for a second? (laughs) I I re-recorded it three times so you could edit it out, but I guess it's staying in now. (laughs) It's in there now. Uh, The deputy questioned uh, Kevin after showing him the home surveillance footage, and Kevin said, Kevin said, he admitted to placing his penis in Elmo's mouth, in the doll's mouth. Oh, my word. This is getting oh, really is. Um, X-rated. No, but we know deal. now it definitely went to... That's third base. That's a, I'm pretty sure that's third That's base. third base. That's and third that base. we there have got is. confirmation that uh, the Tickle Me Elmo doll does in, have, in fact have a mouth. <laughs> it doesn't have a mouth. Like it, no, it does have a mouth. It does have... Okay, sorry. But is, yeah. is, is we, it open? We couldn't be sure because like a teddy bear, that doesn't have a mouth, does it? No, often it's just like a little piece of thread that's, you know, um, in the shape of uh, like a, an upside down Y, isn't it usually? Uh, in, in, ingeniously designed to look like a mouth, yeah, indeed. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so uh, yeah, so he's admitted to um, clipping it down to uh, long leg and taking three. Oh, dear me. <laughs> <clears throat> Now, the oh. deputy did report that Kevin w- uh, apologized and was ashamed of his actions. Yeah. I never intended for these actions to become public. Well, they never do, do they? Well, I, I think the uh, the only thing that saved poor old uh, Tickle Me Elmo from having a home run scored off him was uh, that the, uh, the the needlework was sound from the manufacturers. Uh, <laughs> Tip of the cap. Exactly, yeah. So, well, we can laugh about it because it's Tickle Me Elmo, but uh, I'm pretty sure that the guy that used to... Um, operate him professionally uh was i think was his name also kevin that could be a coincidence and i think i think he got into a bit of mischief anyway we don't need to go through that but uh i is his could you able to just do a quick google shit for me my, my i will do that for you and the dear listener was Elmo his name Puppeteer? also kevin kevin clash Okay, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's hopefully it's not the same. American Kevin. puppeteer, best yeah. name for puppeteering Elmo. All right, so I'm going to look for uh, controversy, uh, abuse allegations. I want to bring yeah, we won't need things, to go so. into two. Yeah, it wasn't but, good. Yes, he he is. Uh, I don't know if he has been cancelled. I'm not reading quickly enough, but uh, he definitely looks like he might have been cancelled. Right. Well, at least he didn't give try to give Elmo gobby. So. <laughs> Can't be all that bad. Thank goodness for that. So, 
Um, uh, yeah, when he's applying for his next puppeteering job, he goes, well, this I didn't get Elmo Gobby. <laughs> now, for I'm the sure rest you've of the heard world, the Gobby does mean the... a blowjob in uh, uh, Australian uh, slang. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the puppeteer's saying, you heard about what went down to Michigan, Ryan. <laughs> That's so deep a strange slang that, uh, dear listener, I don't think I've ever used it. Really? Well, mm. dear, dear no, listener. I don't get many. Uh, the Gobby. Let's introduce you to uh, The Gobby. Okay. Anyway. So was there, is there a happy ending to that tale? I'm just, uh, uh, no. Uh, actually, it takes a turn for the worst here. Um, the oh deputy dear. testified that the evidence was seized from the home and sang in court, we collected Elmo. We took Elmo in. <laughs> so Elmo was collected as evidence. Well, he wasn't like I, I thought they might have. Uh, they didn't throw him in the bin with Oscar or anything like that. Just, just he's, he's in a he's in a plastic clip seal bag, and the evidence in the evidence. I don't room think uh, Oscar just accepts house guests. You realise it have to be a different <laughs> bin, right? The, the next one they've been. Um, no, make no mistake. You can chuck anyone you like into a dustbin on Sesame Street, not just not just into Oscar's bin. Assume he's going to accept him. Any event, that's true. But uh, oh well, that's uh, that's sad. That's a sad story. Um, mm. but, uh, and that's pretty much it. The, the report is just to say that he's appealing it. So there's no further details, I'm afraid. So, but um, let's. Uh, I'll just say uh, thoughts and prayers for uh, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, received an email from Niles Nyquest. Now, dear listener, you don't have to send in your full name when you uh, send in a suggestion of an interesting article that you'd like to hear uh, Cohen and I chat about. But if you do send in your full name, I will real read it out. So a message from Niles Nyquest. And uh, he sent us through this article. He is now an intern alongside uh, Roselle. So uh, shift over, Roselle, just a l- little bit further. <laughs> Thank you. Well, don't fall off the desk. Don't, don't give me those stink eyes. Man dies after using epoxy resin as do-it-yourself protection instead of a condom. What? <laughs> Hang on, I've got to go back to Niles. Uh, it sounds like he's uh, he's he's dipped himself in some um, <laughs> some super glue. Yeah. Man dies after using epoxy resin as do-it-yourself protection instead of a condom. Yep. Well, I don't know if we advise that, dear listener. Epoxy resin? Well, at least it would have stayed hard. <laughs> I see. I see what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah, I see it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just in case you lose your interest in Tickle Me Elmo, bingo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, there seems to be like a byline here, not a byline as to who wrote it, but like a secondary headline. They used the adhesive to avoid pregnancy, investigator said. Right. Now, I guess they, they use. So, in the title, it says a man dies. Well, a man dies, yes. Okay. Ooh. This could be the uh, end of a um, a romantic story, Romeo and Juliet, if you will. 
Star-crossed lovers. Um, oh, very. Oh, something definitely went wrong. Star-crossed, yeah. Um, <laughs> super glue bound lovers. <laughs> and true, in, ap- true apothecary, yep. thy epoxy resin is quick. <laughs> That's a little bit of Shakespeare. I still remember a couple of lines here and there, dear listener. And loving it. <laughs> An Indian drug user suffered cataclysmic organ failure and died after skipping the use of condom in favour of a high-powered epoxy resin while having sex. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh, so many things about that sentence. All right, well, well let's, uh, let's tuck in the napkin and get stuck in here. Um, yeah. Before we do that, I'm getting some an ad in the middle of this um, article from an office supplies store, and they're offering like um, storage units and disposal bins and um, palm care. I don't know what that is palm care, some sort of uh, moisturizer. But I'm intrigued. One of the uh, icons is like a picture of what looks like a prosthetic hand. <laughs> so I'm going to click on it and see what they're trying to sell me. You sure? Uh, Never click on the pop-ups. Oh, okay. Kelso, you're crazy. No, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> it's an ad for um, gloves, like, you know, clear gloves. So the picture was of two hands. It looked like they were trying to sell me a prosthetic hand, but they're actually trying to sell me gloves. It's okay. Okay, we're good. All right. Whew. So that Indian man probably could have used that pop-up. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> came a little too late. Yeah, assuming um, his um, appendage could fit into one of the finger holes. (laughs) Right. Cops in India say the 25-year-old was stricken in mid... Oh, my word. (laughs) No, read it out. (laughs) (laughs) Just reading it for the first time. Cops in India say the 25-year-old was stricken... In mid carnal caper with an ex girlfriend, his condition deteriorated. Oh my word! What we a sentence! Obviously, what a we're not, sentence! We're not laughing at the misfortune of the people involved here. We're laughing at the no. situation. Do you listen? Let's just uh, we need to put that disclaimer in there. But uh, I'm laughing at the the um, the way this sentence has been composed. Cops in India uh, say the 25 year old was stricken in mid carnal caper with an ex-girlfriend, and his condition condition deteriorated. That's gold. That's Pulitzer stuff. (laughs) You're you're more interested in the the journalism side of it. uh, Wow. Have you ever been stricken in mid-carnal caper? Uh, Well, not with epoxy resin, but... uh, (laughs) uh, Depends what kind of stricken. No, I I would say yes, but certainly my my, my condition... um, didn't deteriorate, if anything, and uh, I was emboldened to yeah. continue. <laughs> emboldened. Yeah. I think sometimes I like I've got a cramp in my leg, uh, mid carnal caper, right, yeah. and that's stricken me. But uh, yeah, my my condition didn't deteriorate. Yeah, do you get the like the uh, the uh, the calf muscle cramp? Yeah, and, depending uh, on the. the uh, Depending on the, the Kama pos- Sutra the, position, yeah. of course. Well, t- for me, when you get a ca- calf muscle cramp, the only way to get rid of it is, is to stand up. That's the only way to get rid of a calf muscle ah, cramp. Oh, that's interesting. So if you're mid-coitus and <laughs> you get a calf muscle cramp, suddenly you've, you know, 
you've undocked and now you're standing to attention on, uh, you know, up on the, you know, it's quite a scene, I tell you. If uh, your lady I friend find myself during the whole period of the carnal uh, caper being standing, uh, standing upright, <laughs> oh, um, bolt upright. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't, uh, you not horizontal. Okay, that's interesting. It's good to know. Yeah. Okay, so let's see mm-hmm. what else. Um, uh, they use the adhesive to avoid pregnancy, a local investigator told the newspaper, uh, of the rueful rubber incident. This <laughs> I love the alliteration. This guy, he really is up for I'm, a Pulitzer, isn't he? I'm telling you, this is fantastic. They use the adhesive to avoid pregnancy, a local investigator told the Times of India, of the rueful rubber incident. <laughs> Well, do you think we could get another R in there? The rueful rubber, rubber incident. Raw rendezvous. R- rendezvous. Rendezvous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rueful Stitz. rubber rendezvous. Rendezvous. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I skipped a bit here, so this could also lead in. When the the the, the part of the report that said cops in India say the twenty-five year was stricken in mid-carnal caper with an ex-girlfriend. Right, so this was a rueful rubber reunion. Oh. <laughs> Can we go for five hours, Kelso? Can we go for what, sorry? Five hours. You got four in there. Um, mm. are you, no, hang on. You said a rueful rubber reunion rendezvous. Reunion. Yeah. We could put both in there. That's four. Now, how about this? Um, rueful rubber romantic rendezvous. Oh, okay, that's still four. I want five. The rueful rubber regretful romantic rendezvous. Rendezvous, yes, there it is. Bang, ding, 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 Oof. ding, ding. That I was better good. take a break. <laughs> Dear listener, if you're uh, following along at home, tweet us in at uh, podcast KK with your six R's to describe the uh, the incident. Rude. Exactly. Can we add rude, rude in there. Rude. Yeah, rude. The rude um, rueful rubber romantic reunion rendezvous. Is regretful. there any towns in India that start with R? Um, oh. Ranchi? Uh, uh, yeah, is that? Oh, hang on. Royal Pindi? No, that's Pakistan. Um, is Ranchi yeah. in India? Ranchi. Okay, yeah, let's go there. Yep, city in India. Got it. Excellent. Yep, go for it. Well, so what do we got? Job done. The rude, rueful, rubber, romantic, regretful, romantic... No, you said Ranchi incident. Ranchi incident, yeah. I what mean, did I say like, twice? Yeah, you said uh, romantic, I think, twice. But, um, okay. well, but I think dear, let's incident, mark me down. Incident, we could swap that out for another R. Anyway, let's just say we've got six. Yeah. That's pretty good. Right, so it happened in a hotel. Um, uh, <laughs> our hero and his unnamed ex were captured on CCTV. Oh, my word, hang oh, on. Oh, really? That's oh, okay. He, he and his ex were captured on CTTV entering the Hot Sheet Hotel. Wow, hang on. Hot Sheet Hotel. <laughs> now, I have to explain to you, Cohen, and dear listener, Hot Sheet is not capitalized, nor it is inside of quotes. Hot so it's like sheet an adjective. It's an adjective for this hotel. What's a Hot Sheet Hotel? Is it like a pay by the hour, you'd have to assume? Yes, I'd say what that means, a hot sheet hotel. Okay. I was just, I've never heard that before, say, though. Well, it's that or a pancake manor, but I would say uh, <laughs> definitely a hot sheet, a pay by the hour motel, yeah. 
Hot sheet hotel. Okay. Urban Dictionary says a cheap hotel which rents rooms by the hour. Yep. Okay. All special day rates, depending how long you think it can last. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so they were they were captured on CCTV entering the Hot Sheet Hotel. Okay, so I don't know if that proves. No. All right, several, and then here we've got a quote. Several witnesses said that our hero, I'm just skipping out his name, along with his former fiancée... So you, you, well, you, you're, skipping, you're skipping out his name. I think he knows who he is. Um, okay. There's like a billion people in India, and I'm pretty sure there's only one guy that's done this. Okay. Anyway, his name's Mirza. Several witnesses right. said that Mirza, along with his former fiancé, why can't I say that word? Fiancé. <laughs> both of whom were addicted to drugs. Oh, okay. This oh, look well. out. There it is. Had gone to the ho hotel. There, they applied an epoxy adhesive on his private parts as they were not carrying any protection. So right. hang on, let, let's just pause there. So the, you said they're on drugs, right? So it could have been a rueful, romantic, rohypnol. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you carry Go on, do the rest. Got I can't. Um, uh, we're ranchy was in there. Um, <laughs> did the we do? Um, what else was there? Rueful, regretful. <laughs> yeah. How am I doing? Got I got yeah. yeah pretty, anyway, pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah, but, I think what uh, you meant yeah. to say was the rude, rueful, rubber, romantic, regretful, romantic, <laughs> ranchy incident. No, you, yeah, you did romantic twice again. Rehypnol. Rehypnol. I, I miss out rehypnol. Yeah. Never mind. Play along That's at good. home. That's dear seven, listeners, dear listener. If you yeah. can beat seven, by all means, step up Tweet to the plate. Podcast on Twitter. Yeah, step up to the plate. This is one time where we don't mind uh, having a home run scored off us. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> it's been a while between innings. Um, they um, now they said they applied they applied an epoxy adhesive on the private parts. Do you think uh, at what point they applied the epoxy adhesive? At what Would it have point? to be when it was yeah. at full um, full mast? Full, right? full mast, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, full tumescence. Um, uh. Otherwise, yeah. it would have been wouldn't have worked. Well, because imagine applying it when it was at its smallest, yeah. and it hardens, and then, you know, oh. that's li literally a non-starter. Yeah, so it would have had to been that. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, in this I quote, say. they say they applied an epoxy adhesive on his private parts as they were not carrying any protection. So they, I would have thought they would, they would have had. Uh, um, Prophylactics lying around at this hot sheet motel as part of the. Uh, uh, the I don't service. think they. Um, I don't think they provide anything. Not even like, um, you know, towels or uh, tissues. I dare say. Right. <laughs> hey, just uh, just quickly, Kelso. I thought of an eighth. Uh, well, resin. Resin's got to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to require right. a pen and paper now. Uh, this is uh, beyond anyone's memory. No, okay. I won't do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's game this out, right? You you okay, booked yeah. into a um, a hot sheet hotel. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, do, or maybe they're just walk-ins. You know. I yeah. Eye, uh, how's it yeah. doing? Oh, you look fine. Yeah. Shall we? Uh, yeah. Hot sheet hotel across the road. Let's do it. Yeah. Where's the newest anyway, hardware store? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my question. 
<laughs> That's my question. Right, so they're booked in. They've got into the room. Is it is it then that they realise that they have no condoms? Because they said, you know, they're not carrying any protection. We've got no condoms. What are we going to do? What have you got on you? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I've got my toolbox in the corner. Uh, which a Mertzer might have said he could have been a handyman. Or you're quite right, yeah. they could have looked across the road. Well, there's a, I don't see any pharmacies, but I see a hardware store. He could have been hmm. a model aeroplane enthusiast, for all we know. Um. <laughs> and so they both turned out their pockets and decided epoxy adhesive was the way to go, is basically the way it works. Right. Jesus Christ. Okay, so I, I'm, I think there's probably at least... I would say a thousand things in between a condom and epoxy resin that could have been a more suitable thing. Um, has he not heard of finishing on the ladies' decolletage? Is that, uh, <laughs> is that French? That. Oui, oui, monsieur. Um, it is French. What, that practice? You know, you, you know where the decolletage is, don't you? Hang on. What's French? The word decolletage or the practice of finishing on the decolletage? I actually, now just thinking about it, I would say both. Um, <laughs> but definitely the word is decolletage. That's the sort of um, cleavage neck area, the whole... Oh, you no, know. I did not know that. I'm going to Google that. I would say it's below chin, above nipple. That's your decolletage. I'd like to know. Maybe I've been saying... Hopefully uh, I've been using that wrong. How do I spell it? Deck? Uh, D-E-C. Yeah. L-O... T-A-G-E Decolletage Decolletage A low neckline on a woman's dress or top There you go Yeah So did you say between the chin and the start of the breast? Yeah, I would say that area The breastbone Yeah, yeah Yeah Nice one Good name for a band as well, Decolletage It is a fun word to say Decolletage Decolletage did. <laughs> the adhesive yeah. sealed off Mertz's penis. Oh, yeah. Did you get that? Uh, the adhesive sealed <laughs> off Mertz's penis. I've, yeah, so I've we're. Because uh, if you recall, the uh, the headline was um, Man Dies After Using Epoxy Resin. Oh, so. Yeah, so, so we, well, we could details of how he uh, uh, removed himself from the gene pool. The adhesive sealed off Mertz's penis. I'm going to guess. Addition- Can I guess? Can I yeah. guess? I reckon this is like one of those things they uh, tell you, um, uh, like those riddles they tell you at school. You know, um, Jim is lying on the floor dead. He's surrounded by uh, uh, water and broken glass. How did he die? And the answer is that Jim was a fish. You know, yeah. and the bowl okay. smashed. I reckon in the same vein, no pun intended, that uh, what happened That's... was he could not pee and then had a bladder infection and Jim, and also Jim's a fish. Uh, correct. <laughs> yes. Next Is that up. right? Did I get it right? <laughs> the adhesive sealed off Mertz's penis. In addition, the twosome mixed the epoxy with some sort of whitener. And inhaled oh. the mixture for a kick. <laughs> oh, they're uh, they're making they're making so many different uh, incorrect decisions here. Apart from checking into a hot sheet hotel. 
Oh, Murchie was not long for this world, was he? he no. Yeah, he was, no. Things were uh, all signs point to no. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> and is the partner uh, also dead, or does she lived to tell the tale? I, as far as I know, um, <laughs> she's still alive. Right, let's close no, this out. I thought they would have been. Uh, I thought they would have been joined together forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's that's comedy. Join at the hip, literally. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Actually, come to think about, you know, to try and explain how Jim was dead and there was nothing in the room but a smash glass and some water. How would you explain the situation uh, when the cops found oh, Paul Mertzer dead on the b- bedroom floor? <laughs> dead man with nothing but a uh, piece of plastic on the floor that looks like a thumb. And the victim had a big smile on his face. <laughs> well, but also uh, epoxy resin. I mean, I don't want to get nerdy on you, Kelso, but I'm pretty sure that you have to mix it right then and there. So it would have been two separate tubes and a little mixing tray. Yeah. So the telltale signs would have been too far away. Um, I wonder if, if if it was also dipped or was it lovingly applied by his partner? <laughs> I'm going to assume... Based on the rude romantic reunion side of things, it was romantically applied. <laughs> In between sniffs, from this, what you were saying. Um. <laughs> now, I, when when uh, Paul Mertzer was discovered um, deceased by the the local constabulary, do you think the uh, impromptu or homemade condom was still in situ, or I'm assuming it had kind of rolled off? I, uh, I don't think I don't think it comes up. I think it's probably still on him now. I think. It's oh right, yeah. No, probably, I was imagining kind of like a casing which could have. Uh, yeah, okay. It's stuck. I there. would say it's the only thing that remains of poor old Mertzer uh, <laughs> at this very minute. Um, Let's say if the uh, coroner has to exhume him in nine years, they'll find a skeleton and a and a very sturdy <laughs> condom. Or even better, like um, you know, uh, in a thousand years. Uh, you know, when the the human race is now something else altogether, and maybe after an apocalypse, and they do a bit of digging around, they find this, uh, you know, perfectly uh, penis-shaped uh, epoxy resin mold, um, <laughs> and the stories they'd tell oh, in the, the future, stories. they and they'd be like, "Tip of the cap for Mertz for keeping it hard all that time." I mean. <laughs> Let's close this out. The article then goes on to read that journalist is having fun here now, I think. He says, at, well, he's already had fun, or she. <laughs> at the time, here we go. At the time of the hormone-charged hijinks, cops said <laughs> the a... duo... <laughs> That's worth reading again. It's so enjoyable. At the time of the hormone-charged hijinks, cops said the duo were wasted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's a no-shit Sherlock uh, from the cops there. I'm sure, of course they were. <laughs> oh, dear. And, and I'm afraid, dear listener, if you're looking for a pick-me-up, it doesn't get any better. Uh, the final two sentences. Mertzer was found in some shrubs by Pal the next day. He later died due to multiple organ failure. Oh, my word. Oh, this precautionary so... tale. Well, <laughs> precautionary tale, dear listener. Whatever you do, oh. uh, when you check into a hot sheet hotel for a rude, yeah, that's a rude, <laughs> a rude, 
Romantic, romantic rueful rubber reunion in Ranchi. In Ranchi. With Rohypno involved. Yeah. Um, do, and it's also regretful. Do check that you have um, um, condoms on you. And, and, and one more. Uh, for goodness sake, dear listener, rub her up. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> the other day I accidentally super glued my thumb to my forefinger. Don't worry. Everything is okay. Kerwin. Uh, Rizelle has rather grumpily handed to me this um, printout of an email we received from RJ. I don't have any more details than that, but I think, yes, I'm correct in saying that Rizelle is annoyed that she's getting muscled in by AJ, who wants to be one of our virtual interns. You could do the same thing too, dear listener, by tweeting us at uh, podcastkak and emailing us podcastkak at gmail.com. Becoming a virtual intern today when you find an interesting article that you'd like Cohen and I to discuss. But uh, I, I, RJ has jumped the queue and upset Rizelle. Let's see what's come through. Woman claims to be married to Michael Jackson's ghost. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah. Is that something you'd lay clay to me? Wait, hang on a second. Michael Jackson's dead? What? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Where was my memo? I mean, I haven't been paying attention, but okay. No, okay, fair enough. No, definitely the, dead. The ghost of Michael Jackson. All right. Woman claims to be married to Michael Jackson's ghost. So I'm going to guess specifically, she said, no, I wasn't married to Michael before he was dead. That's why you don't know about it. But after uh, he died, right, you know, yeah. we met in uh, on a house viewing, and before you knew it, we were in the closet. <laughs> Explains it actually this, uh, that he was inhabited by the ghost of Michael Jackson. Well, that makes sense. Well, no, she didn't say inhabited. She just married to Michael Jackson's ghost. Right. Well, no this is, you know, going back to the the previous uh, article, um, uh, this is some more again more that we we can present this to the judge of the Michigan, saying we we have evidence now that. Uh, that he was possessed by the ghost of Michael Jackson. It had nothing to do with him. Uh, oh, Elmo was, yeah, of course. He was. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, you know, he's got form. Anyway, um, <laughs> the less said, the better. Okay, so here we go. Yes. Uh, there's another little one. I don't know what they call this. It's a, a, like a quote just under the headline. We have our ups and downs, but Michael, the truth is, I just can't stop loving you. <laughs> so so oh, presumably oh, that's a quote from the yeah, Dearly that... Betrothed. No, this is going to be like our uh, Celine Dion um, thing from a few episodes ago, <laughs> right. where they're going to be working in. So that was that's a Michael Jackson song. I just can't oh. stop loving you. They are going All to right. be working in a lot of how Michael many? Jackson how many songs. do you reckon? If they don't have at least three, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> okay, I'm going to write that down. So, Kerwin says three. Yeah, I'll go for four then. Yeah. Now, before it, we read the article. Um, if, if, if I'll so read the three, headlines this, again. This, well, I was going to say, if there's an, at least three, then that article is very bad. Alright, so before we go further, uh, dear listener, you can play along at home. Let's uh, work out what, if we were writing this article based on the headline, Woman Claims to be Married to Michael Jackson's Ghost. Yeah. Which songs would you work in? Ooh, well, Thriller. Yeah, thriller there. Yeah. 
Thriller. So, yeah, when we first met, he swept me off my feet. I can tell you it was one of life's real thrillers. Thrillers, yeah. Well, um, yeah, we work that. That will work. Yeah, yeah. Um, when she first saw him, she said, yeah, I don't, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, because, you know, I don't know. That would Got it. That out. No, not using she's that. Black, she's black or not white? No, we're not using that. Uh, How so, about... Okay, so, what are the song? Obviously, they've already used I Can't... Can't stop loving you. Can't stop loving you. Yeah, the girl is mine. The girl is mine. Loving it. Yeah. ABC Uh, is a bit hard to work that in. uh, Well, yeah. Um, What else? Beat it. We had our ups and downs. One time he did tell me to beat it. Well, if as far how about this? As far as the ghost, I mean, if everything does anything wrong, she can just blame it on the boogie man. Bingo. Back of the nets. I mean, I should be writing this article. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, we've got yeah. three or four, so we're good to go. So let, All right, let's see yeah. what happens. A medium has claimed that she is married to Michael Jackson's ghost. How convenient! <laughs> that happens to be a medium. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can hear him and I can talk to him, but you can't. But uh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was Michael Jackson into mediums. I thought he was more of a large girl. Sort of. <laughs> no, he was a maximum. Yeah. He he he. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's that's uh, Kathleen, who also claims that she is a reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe. Uh oh. Oh, she's a real Uh-oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't think, I don't think uh, you, me, or the dear listener should let that prejudice us. But um... well, she does sound like a professional ghost fucker. Let's just say that. <laughs> I said, I said, ghost. <laughs> Kathleen, who also claims that she is in reincarnation of Marilyn Monroe, said in an interview that Jackson's ghost proposed to her clairvoyantly with the pink engagement ring. Hey. Ah, okay. Clairvoyantly. Okay. Now I can imagine Michael Jackson proposing flamboyantly, but clairvoyantly. <laughs> Is that too much of a stretch? The issue was the flamboyant clairvoyant. <laughs> Man, if there's not someone out there called styling themselves as the flamboyant clairvoyant, I think we we should stop the podcast, quit our jobs. <laughs> We've got a new career. Yeah. <laughs> what what's the first name? Um, obviously not something like Claire, the flamboyant clairvoyant. It's got to be. Um, um, um. Mm. Oh, you got me there. Uh, Tatiana, something like that, you know. Tatiana, like yeah. Oh, yeah, something uh, Eastern European always works. Yep. Tatiana, the flamboyant clairvoyant. Mm. .com. Uh, I like it. All right, cool. Pink so engagement when ring? The... Would you have pegged uh, Michael Jackson for a pink engagement ring, whether he was being flamboyant or clairvoyant? Yeah, I don't know. Hey, I just thought about the uh, the, the name of the clairvoyant. Uh, dirt, dirty Diana, the Shamon, the um, back of the net. Yeah, um, yeah. So when did yeah. they get together? T- t- how did it start again? Just t- tell me, like. Well, we, we oh, don't we know. We haven't got to that. All, yeah, okay, all we've sorry, heard is yeah. Kathleen says claims that she is a re. Well, certainly she's a reincarnation of Mano Mano. Kathleen said in an interview that J- Jackson's ghost proposed to her with the pink engagement ring. So there's no. And let me uh, guess. I, I, I think I, this is. I know. Okay, sorry. I, I know how they proposed. 
because uh, he said uh, gave her the ring and said he wanted to be starting something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't really count that. Okay, that can't was really count already, that. Yeah, no, yeah. Sorry, it was already. Dear listener, yeah. listeners, pick me, picky. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Right now, I don't want to add any more red flags into the mix, but here we go. Kathleen added that. The Reverend Martin Luther King allegedly officiated the ceremony while she was getting out of the bath. What? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. officiated the ceremony, which happened while she was getting out of the bath? Well, so it sounds like she had a dream. Now, was she telling the story to the journalist while she was getting out of the bath? Or was she getting married to Michael Jackson while she was getting out of the bath, which the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. officiated over? Or did (laughs) Michael Jackson propose to her with a pink engagement ring while she was getting out of the bath? There's too much. There's so overload. Well, I can't... We can't give any marks to this journalist so far. He's having no fun. He hasn't done a single Michael Jackson um, pun. Yeah. Well, and he's we'll, confused. We'll us. give him a chance. We'll give him a chance. He's just maybe no. he's just laying out the or facts she. first. She, right, or she, it. yeah, it was a lady. Okay, yeah. Uh, Kathleen, who's from the US, <laughs> told mm-hmm. the Daily Star that Jackson uses her body through possession. <laughs> Jackson uses her body through possession. Well, I guess if they're married, I guess that's consenting adults. That's fine if he uses her body. Well, that's the way you make me feel. Yee <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that one. That was good. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so um, Kathleen says that Jackson uses her body through possession or channeling, if you refer to it professionally. Channeling. She said. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Jackson. So they're a couple. They've got married, but Jackson uses her body through possession. So, do you think they're ever in a room together at the same time? Uh, I don't know. And, and like, and, like I don't, I'm, I'm getting confused. What the hell was Martin Luther King doing there? Like, what, what, what is? He? Yeah, no, that was a real uh, non sequitur. Okay. Right. How do you say that word? Sequitur. Sequitur. Non sequitur. Yeah, so, because that doesn't relate to what we've just heard. So let me just read that again, sorry. She, this is, we're going back a sentence. She added that Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. allegedly officiated the ceremony while she was getting out of the bath. Right. But the previous sentence, she just said that Jackson proposed to her. But now, obviously, there's a need for a reverend, whether he be a king or a junior, doesn't matter. And a ceremony... So I guess they got married, but while she was getting out, too hard. Well, to well, I, I, well, I guess that ghosts. If I had to make excuses for uh, what was her name, Kathleen, um, yeah. that ghosts probably don't like experience time as we would. You know what I mean? So maybe one second, uh, you know, while she was having a piece of toast, Michael Jackson proposed to her, and then well, just you, as she well, was getting out of the bath, suddenly appeared Michael Jackson. Uh, and Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King to officiate, you know, now they're married. Before you know it, bingo, yeah. you've you got a story. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, well. that, that's what I'm assuming happened. Um, <laughs> I just I, I just, I hope that the, the, the relationship's going well. <laughs> yeah, I just hope it works out and that uh, they're giving each enough uh, personal care. 
Now, so I'm going to paraphrase this last sentence because it's quite a long one. So uh, Kathleen says that Jackson uses her body through possession in order to live a happy marriage to her. He sings, dances, and eats food via, Rob, uh, via Kathleen's body. Oh. Well, that's romantic, isn't it? Yeah, it's quite a good explanation as well at the same time. So, uh, But that's lovely, isn't it? It is. That's a feel-good story. I think that's the story we need right now, Kelso. Yeah. You know um, what I'm kind of imagining in my mind, though, is you know that variety act where a person dresses up with as a man on one side that they turn to the camera and then oh, when yeah. they sing the female side they turn around they're dressed as a lady yeah i think this might be what be happening here right i wonder if oh, kathleen that's... was ex vaudeville <laughs> <laughs> oh and is that, that that's all the article that, that there's no update or you know is Kathleen expecting any ghost babies at any time? Or well, I don't like this uh, Backstreet uh, article reading that you're uh, exercising here. I'm still I'm reading the article, aren't I? Oh, oh, sorry. I thought that that was the end of it. I thought we were. I, I was about. To, I was. I was hearing the swell of classical music there, and the titles were coming up. I just make you have so much fun. You don't realise uh, how far through the article we are. We. I think oh, we've read two two paragraphs so far. Two sentences. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Right. Kathleen added that she believes Jackson chose her because of her apparent resemblance to the late Monroe. Well, that makes sense because she is the reincarnation of Marilyn. Apparently. Mm. That's convenient, isn't it? I've got a funny feeling that Kathleen might be her, best, her, her own best publicist. Hmm. So she Kathleen, looks... Yeah. Oh, does she look like Marilyn Monroe or is just oh, the, the soul I've, of Marilyn I've, Monroe I've, lives I've, inside her? Well, according to Kathleen, her apparent resemblance to the late Monroe, so... She looks like the most gorgeous, one of the most gorgeous women ever lived, and yeah. she's mucking around with ghosts. Oh, I just don't... I don't, I don't buy it, <laughs> Mucking around. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen said, I feel special that he chose me for a wife. Though not in paper, she quickly adds. <laughs> we treat our relationship... <laughs> <laughs> Just a quick, quick, uh, quick uh, disclaimer there. We treat our relationship as though we are married. We have our ups and downs, but Michael, the truth is, I just can't stop loving you. No, that's the quote from above. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, still, <laughs> twice. Maybe I that's the it's... only one they could get clearance for. Yeah, <laughs> from the from the the nerds in legal. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Uh, reminds me of which I need to speak to the nerds in legal about uh, Roselle. Don't tell mm. her I said that. No, I won't. Oh, she's here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kathleen goes on, Michael stays in me all the time. So he comes oh, to yuck. the restroom with me and calls these special bonding moments toiletries. Oh, my word. Oh, he's into the Scheisson flicker. Gross. <laughs> I mean, nothing surprises he... me now about that guy, but seriously, that's just... Come on. He loves Michael. cookies. He cusses a lot more than I'd expect him to. He talks to me a lot, which is not what I expected from the shy man on Sorrow TV. Of all those years, I was a fan. Does he say he cusses a lot more? Yeah, this is worth fair. reading again. There's there's a lot of information in here that might help us understand the whole uh, romantic jubo. Michael oh, right. stays in me all the time. First of all, very suggestive. Yeah. 
Michael stays with me all the time, so he comes to the restroom with me and calls these special bonding moments toilet trees. Oh, so literally when she goes to the bathroom, he's the man in the mirror? Shamo! Shamo! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, she goes on, he loves cookies, and it don't matter if the black or white. Yee-hee! Uh, yeah, I didn't make that up, dear listener. In the article, it does say he loves cookies. He That's loves what cookies. He said about well, who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. And then, yeah, this imp- this is an important point. He cusses a lot more than I'd expect him to. He talks to me a lot, which is not what I expected from a shy man on Suride TV. All those years, I was a fan. <laughs> right. So interesting. Right. Okay. Maybe so she's misunderstanding that shaman is a swear word. Shaman, maybe in uh, Yiddish, that's a swear word in Kathleen yeah, Yiddish. Maybe. Yeah, or maybe he just peppers his uh, his speech with swear words all the time, like that where you wouldn't expect it, like Billy Motherfucker Gene, <laughs> something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Have you consulted the man in the goddamn mirror? That's <laughs> no, not a swear word, dear listener. It was in the fifties. Well, it's it's a curse. It's a curse. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so maybe uh, Kathleen is a bit potty mouth, so she has to explain it away. Right, right, right. Well, it's, 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 they always say that it's the details that make things seem real, you know, so maybe that's uh, what it is. So, <laughs> it, yeah, so that, uh, read, read on, I, I, I'm, I'm all in. Uh, Jackson, uh, Jackson, who died in 2009, age 50, and, Robert, and, and Kathleen haven't yet consummated their marriage. That might surprise to some listeners. Well, I mean, maybe we should have a little sly word to Kathleen, like, because I'm not sure if she's aware. But, um, yeah, Michael wasn't, uh, uh, yeah, how do I put this, Kathleen? Um, <laughs> so, hang on, when was this article written? So, he died in 2009, oh. did you say? Yeah. Um, and well, this is, uh, is this 2021, new? this article. Wow, so 12 years later. Come, well, it's good, it seems Michael's found love again. Yeah, um, well, you know. He probably checked out some of the other ghosts first before he went for a human <laughs> wife. Decided to pop the question. Oh. Uh, they would have had the uh, necessary requisite uh, courting period, no doubt. Uh, no sex to the third date. <laughs> okay, so uh, there's a final paragraph here where we've got some more of um, Kathleen's musings. Um, it might be um, somewhat uh, illuminative. He does it. Oh. He... Sorry. Sorry. There you go. He doesn't like being touched back. He scares me with spider visions and dead corpse visions if I kiss him or try to initiate romance physically, said Kathleen. Mm. What? Okay. <laughs> well, I did know, I, I do know this, that Michael apparently refers to uh, Kathleen's genitalia as Netherland. <laughs> I did know that. that uh... <laughs> now, is Netherland a song or is that a reference to the theme park? No, that, yeah, that's where he lived. Yeah, right, okay. All right, I thought we were doing uh, songs, not well, locations, intimately well, related to Michael's life. Kelso, I've run out of songs, um, so <laughs> now I'm doing locations. <laughs> okay, great. Actually, there's not many locations. There's uh, um, Neverland, and what and that stage they did a Pepsi commercial for? Maybe that's it. Yeah, that, um, yeah. Well, it's it's locations and things. So yeah. if I slip in a, a mention about the rhinestone glove, you'll you'll know why. <laughs> yeah. 
Another location I can think of is that balcony where he dangled a baby off, maybe? Oh, was oh, it a famous window. balcony. Yeah, that's right. And loving it. Yeah. Okay. Now, all of a sudden, I'm going to have to question the um, uh, the, the journalistic in, uh, style of enemy.com, which I believe is a musical website, isn't it? And the, the new musical express that's what it says wow well after all this uh, very in-depth information about kathleen her um supposed marriage to the uh, the king of pop the next article uh, line in the article says in other news it's been revealed that jackson once pitched a collaboration with duran duran but the group turned down <laughs> the offer <laughs> whoa we have taken a big turn away from the article uh, here <laughs> is that how it ends well, then there's like three or four more sentences on uh, uh, Simon Le Bon, what he has said, and uh, re- other reports. How weird. It sounds like this journalist is trying really hard not to throw in some Michael Jackson song references. Like, <laughs> I, th- I think there must be like a word limit of what for the entry pay they need to. So they said, <laughs> in other news, Jackson once bit to a collaboration with Duran Duran. The song Maybe the bond. NME, the New Musical Express, <laughs> ah, is obliged right. to mention Duran Duran in every single article <laughs> they write, no matter and what. And if not Duran Duran, Simon Le Bon. <laughs> anyway, you might Which be interested is... to know that the Simon Le Bon fr- fronted band appeared on What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, Cohen earlier this month, where they were asked whether they had a relationship with Jackson back in the 80s. In response, keyboardist Nick Rhodes recalled the time he received an unexpected phone call from the King of Pop. The musician, musician said that Jackson was keen to make a record together. Following the release of the group's 1984 album, The Reflex, I go to everyone. Hey, Michael Jackson called last night. Do you fancy maybe doing a song with him, he explained. And they all went, nah. End of article. <laughs> That's, oh, well. Wow, I don't know what to say about that. He that journalist could have gone so many places. He chose to round off the Michael Jackson ghost article with how Duran <laughs> Duran weren't interested in recording Michael Jackson. Okay, I'm going to put in uh, Michael Jackson songs and see what what low hanging fruit we missed. Yeah, what did we miss? I got uh, bad. Uh, we could have got the. No, I did that. I kicked off with that one. Did you? Yep. There you go. Check you the rock my world. Off Invincible. Yeah, I reckon we stick to songs that were famous because otherwise, okay. like, he brought in a lot of shit songs, you know. Like, um, <laughs> what about, I did, think this one did. particularly appeals, uh, applies to uh, Kathleen, You Are Not Alone. You are not, not alone. I am here, I am with, here you. with you. I, I am possessing your body. About, um, Lisa, Lisa Marie Presley, which was almost like the living embodiment of Elvis, because, you know, she she really looked like mm. Elvis, didn't he? And, and apparently that's what kind of he liked about her, just under the table. You didn't hear that from me, dear listener. You yeah. know, you just heard it from me. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when Kathleen lies down at night and she feels she's, you know, Michael's spirit close... She would sometimes say, it always feels like somebody's watching me. Great song. Is that by Michael Jackson, that song? It's not. He just sings that bit. I can't remember who sings it, but I think the story goes that he was, whoever it was, was recording the song, and Michael Jackson was in the same studio, and he just knocked on the door and said, you wanted to sing this bit, and he said, okay. Could you give us two bars of Somebody's Watching Me, do you reckon? I always feel like somebody's watching me. 
And something right. out, and it ain't no mystery. Because the guy. How would it sound like it. if you stepped into the Royal Albert Hall? <laughs> <laughs> See, Kelso, I don't have my uh, my thing at hand anymore. Ah, uh, your thing I mean, at I hand could, anymore. I could actually. It's all. It's all. It's all post pro. I could do it. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Come on. Encore, encore, encore. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's me picking up the flowers and the bouquets. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if I could be a Michael Jackson impersonator. On one hand, you get to wear a cool white glove. On the other hand, you don't. Kerr and I can tell by the fact that I can look out the window and see Roselle hightailing it out the front gate it's time to stop this show how do we stop this show we stop the show with a song at the end and uh kelso we have uh, a suggestion for songs uh you know sometimes we um we do a song uh, that may have something to do with one of the stories or with one of the things we talked about early in the episode but we actually have a special request from J7. J7. And now you can do the same she. as J7 and email in at podcastkak at gmail.com or tweet us at podcastkak if you've got a song request. Send it over and we'll give it a rip. Thanks, J7. Yeah, see what I can do. Yeah, J7. Um, uh, just wants a Rolling Stones song and mentions here have you heard about the Mick Jagger rumor with Mary Ann Faithful? Mick Jagger rumor with Marianne Faithful. Marianne Faithful, yes. So I, I thought, no, I haven't. So I had a little look look into it, Kelso, um, just before I play a Rolling Stones song for J Seven. That um, there's a famous rumor about a drug bust that happened in the sixties uh, in Mick Jagger in London when right. he was seeing seeing Marianne Faithful. Mm. Now I will say that uh, in the sixties in London was the best time for a drug bust. The best time just to be around. Best, 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 best time, time for be drugs. drugs. Yeah, best time for sure. drugs. Best time for bus. So apparently, the London Bobbies busted into Mick Jagger's flat and uh, found him there with Marianne uh, Faithful, and he was uh, uh, penetrating her with a Mars bar in the in the closet. In <laughs> no, just found just right there on the couch. Now, Not do you think it's possible the the uh, the uh, local constabulary uh, confused a Mars bar for Mick Jagger's penis <laughs> right because it was melting everywhere <laughs> much like Mick Jagger nowadays it was the 60s so probably was like a, exactly. a well formed Mars bar at the time <laughs> yeah so that's apparently a famous story. I'm not sure if that's true or not but well, I do know that that is a well, famous uh, I, famous rumour you've dipped into that rumour it seems like you enjoyed it uh, is this a new I segment did. Kerwin's rumor yeah. mill. You know what? I think it might be. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, dear listener, if you have a song or a rumor or both, you would like for us to explore at the end of every uh, what's all that uh, what's all that about episode, go ahead and tweet us and email us. But um, anyway, podcast kak at gmail dot com and podcast kak on Twitter, and uh, be a part of Kerwin's rumor mill. Be his grist to yeah. his uh, grind. Does that my milk, yeah. His um, milk. I'm... So um, I just thought I'd keep it simple for J7 and uh, play a little uh, one of my favourite Rolling Stones songs. So here we go.
Indeed. So, excellent Perhaps. words of advice there for Mick Jagger. You cannot always get what you want, no. but you can try sometimes. Yep. And that, that applies to all the stories we've talked about today. I think Kathleen uh, couldn't always get what she wanted, but uh, she worked out a way, and so did um, Maritza, who uh, was well, in badly yeah, need of. You can forget him. <laughs> That's right. And let's face it, the uh, Rialta, he also found a way to love. <laughs> oh, Tickle Me Elmo playing a uh, primary role. Now, Jay Sober, thanks for sending that in, uh, being the, getting into the Kerwin's rumour mill. And Jay Sober, you can't always get what you want, but sometimes you get what you need. Exactly. Uh, Kerwin, that's all very well, but that does leave our dear listener with one question. Indeed it does, Kelso. What's all that about? about? Uh, We'll chat to you next time. And uh, don't forget, dear listener, you can tweet us with any of your news article ideas and uh, showstopper song requests and rumor mills uh, by tweeting us at uh, podcastkak or emailing us at podcastkak at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. It really does mean a lot to us. Do tell a friend about us. This is how we gro- hope to grope this show. Grow this show, not the grope the show. We'll get in trouble with Elmo. We can grope the show. Yeah, no, we can't grope the show. <laughs> and if you've got time, you're not spending it uh, researching where to get your very own Tickle Me Elmo so that you can plan your own rude, regretful, <laughs> rueful, a rubber romantic rendezvous involving ripping a hole in Ranchy, then give us a sweet five star review on your podcatcher of choice. <laughs> Till next time. Hooroo. See you later. <laughs>